Lexus Absolute Rally, powered by the Kielder Works team. Cordless tools tailored for the world of motorsport. Hello everyone, welcome to our Absolute Rally. Episode 4, Season 25, we went hunting. We went big game hunting. That's what we did. We went to Africa, we went big game hunting, but in a friendly way. Obviously, it's not an acceptable thing anymore. And we found our man from Del Monte. And this week, it's all about him. Brian Champion, hello. Hello from uh, Africa. Actually, hello. from... Uh, yeah, yeah, from uh, just on the border between Kenya and Tanzania. I'm kind of looking up. To be fair, I'm actually sat by the pool. It has to be said. Of course you are. Uh, looking, looking out over the plain, I can see dozens of zebra. I can see some wildebeest. I can actually see some elephants in the distance. And I can see Kilimanjaro. And, uh, and that's my current vista. Wow. And it's quiet at the minute because the mechanics haven't made it back from service yet. But uh, I can imagine pretty soon this pool will be full of... Um, dusty mechanics yeah i can I, I, I can get i can get a gauge of that listen um we've all been what your, your video updates have been great um that we've been sharing as well but um i thought it's it, 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 you know it does I mean, i'm going to use all the cliches in the book here i know i am and i'm going to hate myself for it when i listen to this back when i start editing and stuff like that and tidying it up but it just it just looks like nothing else on earth. It really doesn't. And, you know, when you watch, uh, I, I must admit, I, I, I watched the very early days and I seen Ken go into the lead and stuff like that. And I thought, okay, but this is all very well and good, but this is going to be something that probably not even he's used to with regards to playing the long game. Yeah, uh, very much so. And, and obviously Derek, who we've had on the show, Derek's here with, with Ken and, uh, uh, you know, Derek, I'm sure was was well advised be, before the rally coming here. But it, but he set a, he did set quite a, a fast pace, set a lot of uh, fastest times. Um, unfortunately, he got caught out in the end by a, a wash away yesterday. I mean, here the the roads literally wash away, um, and uh, you know, just need need heavy rain, and that 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 changes the nature of the roads. So the the organisers put out amendments every day because the, the road book is done. Um, you know, a couple of months in advance, then they do a, a pre-event recce, and then even the, the sort of day before, they send a car through, and uh, and Ken got caught out by one of these washways. He, he clipped it and, and broke the front suspension, and it's yeah, it's something I'm sure that he, funnily enough, he just walked past about uh, about five minutes ago, and uh, he, he was wandering up the fence just looking at the zebra, you know, which is kind of the surreal thing about this <laughs> rally, but. Um, uh, yeah, it's it is a challenge for for whoever comes. I mean, you know, I spoke to Patrick Sandell there before the rally. Um, Patrick was leading going into the, into today. He's he's done a brilliant job of of keeping out of trouble. And then he broke a drive shaft uh, just off the start line of the first stage this morning after a rest day and a six hour service. And uh, that's the nature of this rally. It never it never ever stops challenging. And you're doing sort of two hundred and fifty to three hundred kilometres competitive a day. Um, or, or put it in other terms, a WRC rally per day, and um, you know we do eight days, so you, you can never quite predict what's about to happen. And of course, it's it's on a road book. We we don't know what's ahead. Uh, some of the locals have an idea of of the terrain ahead and where it's going to go, but uh, like I said, the nature of the roads is that they they change daily, almost not not just weekly. So. Um, local knowledge is is a benefit, obviously, but um, 
there's there's so many tracks and roads here that even some of the local guys have never been on them before so it, it's a it's a proper challenge and halfway through the last stage we did this evening it, it was uh, the note in the road book said take any track <laughs> which is an unusual call in a road book but effectively there was four or five different tracks and you just picked one and went with it and they more or less came back together but it wasn't quite as simple as that because you got a a kilometer down the road and you're like well i think that's where we want to be and and this year we have gps for the first time which is quite comforting as a uh, i mean i'm co-driving on this one not driving so it's quite comforting co-driving because you can see where you want to be heading and uh, we've never had gps before so in the days when we just had a brand's trip and uh, and a road book it was a bit more complicated now than we use a, a south african made saber trip where you can alter the total very quickly it's gps and it can alter the total very quickly because after 30 50 100 kilometers the road book and the trip get out of sync very quickly and especially when you have a, a situation like that where you can take any road <laughs> you might you might be taking one that's 200 meters further than the rally route or, or vice versa so um you need to be able to trim the 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 trip meter very quickly to get back on the road book how you know obviously when you put it, it do you know what i didn't realize when you say it's a wrc event every day that's a that 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 to me is, is, is kind of should be like a tagline for the, for the entire event. You know, if you want some mileage, it's a WRC event every day. Um, I, I, as you've just said, you're, you're, you're obviously in the silly seat for this one, which you've done before. I know you've done before. Um, but obviously, you know, you're obviously you're quite an accomplished driver. I have to say it pains me, but there you go. I'll say it. Um, but how's your temper to use a word? Your, 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 your attacking mentality. Obviously, how do you manage your driver? For, from from that point of view of 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 what the car can take, which obviously you know because you've spent quite a lot of time in them, over you know somebody wanting to push, but equally somebody uh, also an event which is such a vast kind of you know number of days and and course mileage. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's a uh, it's kind of a difficult balance. Um, you want to push on where you can, but here. I mean, obviously, I, I sort of benefit from having driven here as well, and I'm, I'm co-driving for, for Philip Cadori, who I co-drove for two years ago, and, and Phil has limited rally experience, um, and also hasn't hasn't competed on a rally since we were here two years ago. It's a year since he drove the car at Sweetland, so um, the first couple of days he really had to relearn what this rally was all about, and um, yeah, you know, we, we hit a couple of things in the fast stuff, just uh, sorry, in the in the tight stuff, in the slow stuff, just by him sort of pushing a little bit too hard where he couldn't see. And, and the trick is here is to, you have to take it easy on the rough stuff. You have to take it easy on the stuff that you can't see because you simply do not know where the rocks are. But uh, conversely, when you can see and when the road's flowing, you need to sit it on the limiter in faith and go as fast as you dare. So the, the way to win this rally is on the fast stuff. You push like hell and take it easy on the on the twisty stuff because you simply don't know what's there. But when you can see, that's when you got to push on. Um, but it's a challenge. You're on a road book. Inherently, not all uh, all holes, bumps, ditches, washaways, not all of them are in the road book. They with the best will in the world. They put the, the worst stuff in, but you take a different line, you hit a big hole and so you can be on a, a you know, fifth gear piece of road and the cars are geared to I don't know, about hundred and thirty miles an hour. Um and you don't need to be far offline at 130 miles an hour for uh, you know for, for 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 things to start to happen. So that's what makes it a, a massive challenge and uh you know, like I said, I've been chatting to Patrick over over the course of the rally, and and he 
he found it a bit frustrating early on that he he was sort of driving within himself, but then he he really started to understand the rally. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, they had the, the dry shaft problem that uh, that he had this morning. But uh, that's that's what makes this. No matter who you are, no matter what rallying you've done, it's it's quite a unique challenge. Um, and the stages continue to vary wherever we are. They they can be. A rocky single track road and when I say single track I mean in places you genuinely wonder are you on the right road and as I said we've got GPS this year so it, it, it's it, it's a real safety blanket because you're like yep we're following GPS it's right even if it doesn't look right and even if you just look like you're going up a grass track it is the correct road and yet other times you're on lovely flowing gravel and uh, it, it really varies massively um, we were at altitude the other day you know we're up at sort of two two and a half thousand meters um and uh, a little bit further north on the equator actually and an overnight temperature was like 10 degrees um sorry to interrupt just just going on that how does it how does it uh, 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 an air-cooled porsche live with the high altitude i know it sounds like a really odd question but it just just struck me then um it, not too bad but they actually okay. changed the jetting in, in the carburetors right okay so those old things you remember those old things called carburetors uh, yeah vaguely some of our young <laughs> listeners probably won't but yeah yeah, yeah, it's where the fuel um, went in. Yep, yeah, so they actually changed the jetting for altitude and, and uh, the slightly lower temperatures up there as well. So uh, we had a rest day here at Amboseli yesterday and they rejetted the carburetors because now we head south and it just gets hotter and hotter uh, and, and lower altitude as well. So, um, uh, yeah, they, they, they do change it slightly accordingly. But, I mean, that's that's the great thing about 9-11. It, it does tend to take everything everything in its stride. Um, albeit having said that it's been a bit of a tough rally for, for Team Tuttle so far that uh, you know like Ken Ken had his problem taking the front corner off Patrick's had a drive shaft break Chris Rosenberger who won two years ago Chris went off the road today and uh, and lost half an hour so uh, it's it's not been the best of rallies for the team uh, I think there's five cars in the top ten which sounds good but unfortunately we're all down the bottom half of the top ten at the minute uh, but there's still three WRC rallies left to go so um yeah, there's 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 plenty of scope for uh, things to change a little bit. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, just obviously looking at, I, you know, again, I, I, I'm going to play the cliche card even myself. Now, there's, the the event has zero respect for who who you are as a driver. I'm just having a little look now where we are after. Well, you're you're on uh, 15 now, aren't you, Ambrosselli? Is that right? Yeah, we just just finished stage 15. Yeah, a couple yeah. of hours back. Yeah. So so looking at kind of. Where, where where everybody is at the moment um, obviously we've got I, I love the fact by the way that Ian Duncan's in a in a road with the Tess that just that just seems bonkers in every sense of the word um, yeah and I'm sure D- Dave Welford's probably listening to this you know like he'll be he'll be yeah, beside himself by the fact there's a, a road with the up there but uh, yeah it's a car that uh, Ian's been developing over over the last few years, Jesus, um, about, about forty years haven't he been developing a Rover? <laughs> well, no, he, he's only been using that car. I think I don't know, maybe last the last two or three classic uh, rallies here. But I think the plan was originally he uh, he's now involved with Minty Motorsport, who actually own the own the rally. They own the, the classic Safari Rally now, and they've been developing a two a two forty RS. And I think the plan originally was to come with a two forty RS, but uh, it, it didn't work out. So they brought Ian's Rover, and he's he's going very well in it. 
it's 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 such a you know it's one of those great things that you see is just a pure oddment. Obviously, we we always talk and we're all guilty of this. Uh, obviously, you know how many escorts do we see on classic events? You know, fantastic, but there's way too many. You know, there's a ruck of Porsches on there, great, but just a bowl in a Rover Vitesse really just makes me happy. Really, just makes me happy. <laughs> But, and well, got, and 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 the TR seven V eight as well. So there's uh, uh, Flash Thunder, who's uh, what is he? I'm not even sure. Five, six times Kenyan champion. His father, uh, Frank, who did the RAC rally in the TR seven V eight. They're both here in TR seven V eight as well. So um, yeah, there's there's a little bit of British machinery here, as well as escorts, obviously. But unlike the RAC rally, where I think it was ninety three escorts and three nine elevens, yeah, here it's it's probably fifty percent nine eleven. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, uh, one question which everybody who listens to this podcast will want to know. Have you seen Stefan Prevo yet? Uh, I'm actually in the room next door to Stefan at the minute. <laughs> so, um, and, and, and the I'm subject of the podcast, we, the subject we, of the podcast came up, came up again at dinner last night. And, and, and uh, let, let's just say it was like, uh, exclamation, exclamation. I didn't know people listened to this podcast. I got messages from New Zealand. I got messages from Australia. I got messages from Finland and South America. And he said, I didn't believe how many people listened to this podcast. So yeah, it still comes up in conversation. I but I'm not sure he dare come it. back on again. Can, can we, can we, can, can, if, if for that hotel that you're staying in, can we get the trip advisor review from, from Stefan and read it out when you're back? <laughs> just, just for, just for giggles, just for giggles. Um, so just looking at now, we've obviously, as you say, we're, 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 we're kind of, well, we're, we're, we're probably not quite, probably three, three fifths of the way through the rally. If we're going to do fractions, is that is that about right? Is that about yeah, right? Yeah, yeah we're five eighths of the way through because we're at the end of day five now. So, okay, um, right. yeah, happy days. I've That's the easiest been... way to do it. Yeah, thanks, th- thanks for that. Um, so obviously, there's been there's been issues, um, but seven minutes, which which is what Ian Duncan's behind, is not really a big deal, is it? You know, this, this isn't rallying the way we see it in the sense of, of modern rallying. You know, the seven minutes is, is, is kind of nothing on these events, really. Um, no, it's nothing. Uh, no, anything can happen at any time, but it, it just depends on problems people have. I mean, um, you know, take Patrick, for example. It took him 25 minutes to change the drive shaft today. And, and, and in fairness, they did an incredible job. Henrik, his co-driver, is more mechanic than co-driver and uh, by his own admission. And, and he managed to change the drive shaft very, very quickly. So they're only actually 18 minutes back. And, um, you know, Patrick's going to try and push like hell. Uh, Ian, seven minutes back on, on Boulder. Uh, Shagger, who who's a great driver in the the Cabras Porsche, and he he will take some beating uh, because he's his car's proven, driver's proven. Um, but uh, yeah, Ian won't give up, and 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 certainly Patrick's gonna gonna push like hell over the uh, three remaining days. How I, you know? Obviously, I know you can only talk from the Tuttle point of view, but um, you know, there's there's a lot made of obviously WRC drivers having you know a day in the workshop to familiarise themselves with doing simple changes, stuff like that. What happens within the Tuttle camp? Because you're just obviously talking about Patrick Sandell changing a drive shaft there. What, what, what do you guys go through with regards to, you know, spares that you carry and realistically what work you carry out? Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's one of them. We carry a fan belt in the car. I mean, obviously, with a Porsche, the only cooling you've got is your fan. So if the, if the fan belt goes, that's, that's pretty fundamental. So fan belt change is always um, yeah, part of the pre-event pre- preparation um dry shaft we carry dry shaft in the car so that, so that's something else we can do i mean beyond that honestly with then you know we carry obviously a, a tool roll in the car beyond that though um 
it's just a case of, of trying to get out the stages. We carry brake pipes, we carry uh, blanks for the oil cooler if we're not the oil cooler off. Um, so, yeah, there's a few things that, that we go through before the rally um, in case of emergencies. Uh, and the, the, the key thing, and, and they've changed the regulations with this rally. So, uh, unlike most modern rallies now, if you if you don't complete a stage on this rally, then you, then you're effectively out of the classification. So you, you might think on a long distance rally like this, it it uh, would be ideal for what we know as super rally now. And they used to have that in the past, but they've decided that Safari never had that and it shouldn't have now. So you were never classified in the old days of Safari if you didn't finish the whole route. And, and that's uh, that's the same now. So finishing every stage is really important. Do they allow the, the, you know, even though they're not classified, are you allowed to do the stages? Yeah, you're absolutely allowed to carry on and, and, and you are sort of classified after the the last of the finishes if that makes sense so yeah you're allowed to restart you're allowed to fix your car and uh for example jeff bell who's here in a a dansport uh uh datsun 240 uh similar car to what steve perez had a few years ago then you know uh, jeff's going very well on a daily basis but i think he had a rotor arm one day then they cracked the block one day which they repaired and then He's, he's had various problems, but every morning the car's back there and, uh, and he's back in the competition. Fair play. Fair play. This is Absolute Rally. Absolute Rally continues to be partnered by the Kielder Works team, who remain fully committed to the sport and are pioneers of the latest technology. Kielder cordless tools are tailored for all forms of competitive action. Go back to the future with the Kielder Works team. Welcome back to the next section of Absolute Rally. Um, looking forward to obviously a bit of downtime now. Mechanics coming back. What what have you got? You know what 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 does Wednesday look like for you guys? Uh, so tomorrow there's there's three stages per day, but tomorrow has a the middle stage. Tomorrow is 120 kilometres long, so uh, you know 75 mile stage, uh, which which obviously is a it's a it's a long stage and yeah. uh, the the there is, like I said, three stages a day that uh, that vary in length. But uh, any stage that uh, we and every day we're doing stages that are 90, 90 100, 110 kilometres long. Tomorrow's 120 kilometres, and you know those stages you're really going to get through because obviously if you if you have a problem early on, it, it's very very diffi- difficult to to struggle out of a stage with that length. And uh, any you do try and drive that in mind, uh, drive with that in mind, and something I try and keep keep pushing with Phil is that uh, you know if we're in a rocky section we've really got to take it easy through the rocks and and get to the better sections because uh, you know you're covering such long distances is there a cursory glance at the route for the following day or is it because it's on roadbook it, 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 it is no point um yeah cursory glance i mean there's a stage map as it were but it doesn't really mean so much um it's all in the detail of the of the roadbook um uh, yeah, like I said, it, it it's pretty relevant when you when you look at the map and and you look at the roadbook, try and see what might catch you out in the roadbook, highlight the uh, the relevant sections, and uh, uh, off you go. And, and there's always amendments on a daily basis because, like I said, the nature of the the roads here they do change very very quickly. So there's always uh, you know maybe an hour of amendments each evening to to the roadbook, um, and then you just scan through just to 
like you said, highlight the areas that you can catch It sounds like a dumb question, but I'm just conscious, conscious where you are. Is that given to you as hard copies or is that electronic? So you're going to make sure you've got Wi-Fi and things like that? Yeah, so hard copy the road button, and yeah. now uh, the the amendments are sent out electronically. Um, okay. To begin with, you used to get a hard copy when I uh, was first coming in, uh, sort of thirteen or fifteen, but everything's done electronically now. So, so yeah, you need to have Wi-Fi, or we all have local SIM cards, so we all have a, a local phone on the go, uh, a burner phone for those that uh, <laughs> that like that phrase. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, and that's very much how, how the rally communicates electronically and uh, anything the, the competitor liaison wants to send out comes out on, on a WhatsApp group. And, uh, yes, it, it very much runs in the 21st century, if you like, but um, technology is pre-85 and, uh, and the stages are as tough as I've ever been. Um, again, a question which I reckon a lot of people listening to this will, will, will be wanting to ask is, how do you keep a lid on the fact that really you want to be driving? Um, I enjoy the rally. I enjoy this rally. You know, this is the fifth time I've done it. And yeah, I was lucky enough to, to drive, um, to share the driving a couple of times and then, and then to drive myself one year. But, uh, it's, it's just an incredible experience. It's a, it's a rally that gets under the skin and, uh, uh, if, if I, I'm not in a position to drive, I'm not in a position to kind of raise that budget. And if I can't drive, well, I'd rather be in a car competing than, uh, you know, than just here on the team, for example. So uh, you're still obviously part of part of the team. You're part of the the car, and and even as a core driver, you're trying to have the best input you can to to get the best results. So you still have that competitive element to it. And um, yeah, you know, it's a rally, like I say, I have good experience of, I have a good understanding of how the roadbook works here. And, and it's, it, you get sort of as much, almost as much buzz from, from the excitement of competing in the passenger seat as you do driving. Don't get me wrong. I w- I'd always rather drive, but, it, but it, you know, you're still very much part of the team and, and part of that. When you've got guys who are going there for the first time, obviously, I'm, I'm guessing, is there any of the Tuttle guys first time for them? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I, we have 13 cars out this year. Wow. And of that 13, there's 11 drivers that have never been here before, would you believe? Wow. And what? So um, what, how does that go with regards to kind of a team briefing or whatever? You know, can, can you, as you know, obviously you've drove it, you've co-drove it, can you really get across to them what this is going to be all about or have they just got to go and find that out for themselves because they'll never believe you i mean yes and no and and, and that's uh, you know talked about it before i've been in been in wales like half of last year and, and that's what i was doing with with a lot of these clients was uh, was trying to trying to get them acclimatized to what they might expect but but honestly now that the, the first time they do come here it, it's uh, it is a little bit of a bit of a surprise um you know they've got to come here to really experience it it's it, it you know it, again it just looks uh, i keep coming back to because i keep looking at the images you're putting up and, and obviously you see stuff that jeff mayers is doing and stuff of course friend of the show um and, and you know it just 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 it, it genuinely looks so picturesque and you've now moved by the way and we're, we're getting we're getting the full full extent of ryan's wind i think it's the best way i've got on it i just moved I just moved because I thought I would I would go and I would go and uh, grab a guest okay. so that you could ask what it's like to be here for the first time. Wow! And so who, who are we going to get? There's 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 no point in asking me. So um, so I've just gone and grabbed uh, 
internationally renowned co-driver Alan Harriman. Again. Again. But, it is. Um, you know, you can, you can ask him what it's like to be here for the first time. Alan. This, this is a good evening. Of, good evening. Well, it's actually good. Uh, what day? Well, it's good afternoon, and it depends when you listen to the podcast. That's the beauty of podcasts. It could be good morning <laughs> to somebody listening to this in Furness. How are you keeping, my friend? Very good. Thank you very much. And yourself? I'm okay. I'm okay. So we're doing a little bit of a, a, a special this week. We're just having me and me and Ryder, our man from Del Monte. Um, we've just been talking about where we're up to with Safari. And the question I've just posed him, which is difficult for him to answer because he's done it a number of times now. Is there anything that has prepared you for this particular event now you're kind of over halfway through it? Uh, the only experience I've had being here was about 30 years ago coming to Africa for Camel Trophy. If you know a little bit about wow. Africa, that's the best best thing you could do. Um, but apart from that, it's just, it, it is mind-blowing, the vastness of this country. And, you know, you can go for so many kilometers in one direction without, you know, anything changing. And the, just it's the amount of everything that's here. It's a bit it's a bit surreal, first of all. And yeah. it takes a few days to a few days to adjust from from a co-driving point of view. Um, you know, obviously vastly experienced on lots of different types of rallies. Last time I think we spoke was obviously the RAC rally, very, very different, definitely different weather conditions. Um, from your point of view, obviously we've just been talking to Rye about this, you know, from a driver, obviously making that transition over to be the, the, to, to, to be the co-driver on this event. Um, for you, it's a very, uh, is it, is it a more difficult or is it actually an easier than, than doing a conventional you know, let's break it down into a daily basis, WRC event, because there isn't those notes. It's not like you're putting, you know, watching videos every night, you know, every night and things like that. Is it, is it slightly more sedate or am I doing this a massive disjustice here? The preparation that you can do is much more concentrated. The, you only get the road books the night before, the, you know, the next day you get amendments. So your preparation time is probably down to about three hours the evening before the rally and then you don't have the chance to read pace notes you're 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 seeing the road for the first time you're reading a road book that wasn't made or checked by yourself so whenever you arrive at places and it's not quite what you expect you, you, you try and recalibrate yourself to the instructions but it's it's all a bit vague compared to you know pace notes and what we'd be used to at WRC and even British Championship level. How how is your driver getting on? Because of course he's not a massive rally person. Um, <laughs> like he's I never mean, done a rally before in his life. Pretty much, yeah. That's where I was going with this. So, so you go for this is going from kind of ground zero to, to 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 one of those events that you know a bucket list type event. How do you keep a lid on? And I, I asked this to Rye as well before. How do you temper? You know, we all know what rally drivers are like. You know, it's 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 it, it, it's basically foot to the floor, and and you know whatever, whatever it'll be would be. How do you temper that over you know an event? You know, uh, as Rye called it before, you know, a WRC event every day for eight days. Well, first of all, um, obviously Richard's done a good job with preparing the drivers, knowing what what to expect from the event. Ryan has done a really good job coaching them. He's been, you know, Sweet Lamb and Walters driving Porsches with them. Uh, coming here, it's just you, you just try to meet the driver's expectations, and 
obviously the the learning curve is massive whenever you have so many days and so many kilometers for example the first stage of the rally was 30 kilometers i think we were six minutes slower than car number one uh two days later the first stage was 30 kilometers we were two and a half minutes slower so that's that's how quickly the learning curve develops on an event like this um, and I guess the, the, the lazy question, a non-rally person would ask this question, so I apologise having been in the job for the best part of 25 years to ask such a lame question. But um, how much time have you spent with, with Richard before this event? And what, One how, day in Sweet Lamb. Wow. wow. In the snow. <laughs> Perfect preparation. Oh, Perfect. Magical. Yeah. So yeah. how... How is that, you know, when you, you, you're in such a, because basically the, the please and thank yous very quickly go out the window, I'm guessing, kind of two days in and you, you just kind of get on with the job, as it were, you know, the, the politeness would go out the window, I'm guessing, you know, I'm not putting words in your mouth, but how would you find, you know, you have to find a level very, very quickly when you know you're going to be in a car with somebody for eight days. How is yeah. that at the moment for you, Alan? Well, as I said previously, uh Richard's done a really good job of matchmaking everybody yeah. together. Great. The the customers he has, and obviously the co-drivers that he has in mind to match with them, uh, You know, he's been in this job for so long. He knows this rally. He knows the way people react. So he's done a really good matchmaking job. And there's been there's been no no issues. It's just, it's a really brilliant experience. And for someone who's very green about rallying, it, it's a really nice, smooth way into it. Because you get so much time in the car. Wow, so. that's that. That is an understatement. <laughs> when 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 Ryan called it like a WRC event every day for eight days, that that really hit home with me. Really oh, hit yeah. home. Yeah, I, I think tomorrow we've got a hundred and twenty kilometer stage. Yeah, which is just wow, 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 wow. Yeah. So. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to ask the same thing of, of you uh, now. You've just tonight is 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 I'm, I'm assuming dinner, the road book updates, and then and then to bed. I'm guessing. Yes, we were <laughs> we, we, had, we had a nice day today. We didn't have to get up until uh, seven o'clock for eight o'clock restart, but tomorrow yeah. we're back at back at seven o'clock. Fantastic. Yeah, and it's I can I can just see uh, it's raining in the distance, so hopefully that's not going to affect things tomorrow. Tony, Tony, yes. Tony, hang on. Hang on. Nice chat with Alan. Yeah. And great to hear his, his, his insight. Thank you, Alan. Um, but I, I've, I've managed to call her a very special guest. Okay. It's a man who's been on Absolute Rally before. Okay. This is exciting. It's a man who has been talked about on Absolute Rally oh, many yes. times for a particular interview. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'd like to introduce you to uh, Mr. Stefan Preville. Stefan, welcome back to Absolute Rally. You are, you <laughs> are, you. <laughs> you are a hero to so many. No, no, no. <laughs> you are a hero I to so many. I remember this one. I did not expect this at all. I had no idea what was this radio or podcast or whatever. So. <laughs> I did. I, I, do you know what, Stefan? What was really funny, if you remember when we recorded it, I said to you at the end, yeah. you do realize there's a lot of people going to hear this at some point. And you said, yes, <laughs> yes, it's fine. It's fine. So, I, you yeah, know, for f- sure. F- Full disclosure, but genuinely, um, I, and I'm glad that you're still getting, you still get people talking. To you. I can be anywhere <laughs> on a rally, and somebody will come to me. And yeah, how many years ago did we do that? Maybe two years ago, two and a half years ago, and somebody will still say, yeah. "My favourite episode was Stephen Prevost." 
Okay, good. Yeah, so, yeah. People have said the same to me. Yeah. So <laughs> many we, times. Yeah. We were going to get some t-shirts made at one point. With that, that kind of went out the window. But um, okay. Stefan, how is how is your rally? Uh, okay, cool. Uh, I really enjoyed this rally as always. I think I only missed uh, 17 since uh, since 2009. So that's really something different, really something special. I'm with a driver who obviously does his uh, first rally ever. Wow. But uh, yeah, he had a good instructor next to me uh, called Ryan Champion. So uh, <laughs> I'm quite impressed with this uh, with this level. Honestly, we we're doing well. We we drop sometimes uh, on day one uh, as we broke the, the steering rack. Uh, but anyway, we 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 close to top ten. Um, we could have been twelve overall without that problem. So it's quite uh, it's quite nice and still such a great event for sure. So I really enjoy as always. I, I have to ask Stefan. You know, the last time I seen you, I didn't get a chance to speak to you, but you you were over okay. here doing the RAC rally. Um, oh but, yeah, yeah. True. But, but yeah. after that, you were then obviously back in a Porsche, and then you were in a. An, well, I'm still calling him an R5 car. Um, uh-huh. uh, over, oh, well, you entered to do Sweden in an R5 car. Uh, do you yeah. still? Uh, the, the fact that you're still moving between modern historic cars is that is, is that a conscious decision? You still want to be in modern machinery as well. Yeah, I like both, uh, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, okay, obviously, business-wise, uh, history is probably more interesting. <laughs> As yeah. uh, modern Stalin you now uh, quite... Uh, I can hardly make my living uh, with uh, with modern uh, rallies only for sure. So so historic is always uh, is always a good thing. I really enjoy both. To be honest, I'm happy to to go back to Sweden for sure. As uh, it's a new rally, new stages. I feel they looks quite nice. Um, so okay, will be a bit of a contrast for us from uh, plus uh, <laughs> thirty to minus twenty in twenty four hours time probably. But uh, I'll try to. Survived that, uh, and you now I had uh, I had a deal with uh, Frederic Rossati for for six seven um, WRC two in this uh, Masters uh, Cup or whatever how they call it, and uh, yeah, and pl- plenty plenty more uh, still in Belgium with the RGT Porsche and uh, and a uh, few historics as well. Uh, wow. We should get back to New Zealand end of the year for the Silver Fern with Jeff Judd, which is something. I'm really looking for, and um, yeah, I'll I'll have a busy year uh, for sure. No sign of letting up, then. No sign of letting up, no. Stefan. No. Good. Good. I'm glad you no. said that, Stefan. I mean, and there'll be so many of our listeners because in a, in a year or so's time, we'll have to do part two because okay. that's the, that's the big hangover from this. So uh, so we'll do part two. But listen, enjoy the rest of your uh, okay. East African Thank safari, and we'll, we'll catch you yeah. very soon, Stefan. Oh, okay, thank you. Thank Much you. Pleasure. Take care. Bye. Take care. Bye bye. We, we just right. got safety helicopters taking off in the background. So um, it's I proper, guess, isn't it? It's proper. I guess they're spearing off uh, refueling, but uh, yeah, one went and, and now the other's gone. But uh, yeah, a bit of bit of rally atmosphere, a bit of live rally atmosphere. I love it. I love it. Right, you've done as proud as ever. You've done as proud as ever. I'm conscious of time for you now, so um, this is where we're going to sign off from our little special that we've done just specifically for the East African Safari with you while you're away. Well, thank you. Nice nice to uh, chat to you from Africa as ever. And uh, obviously, as I said, we've got three more competitive days. 
so uh, we'll, we'll have a chat next week and then we'll have a, a wrap up of, uh, of what happened on the rally fantastic listen stay safe uh, send my best to everybody uh, who we know over there friends of the show etc etc um that has been absolutely rally for this week folks it is a short episode i appreciate that but i felt it was one that needed to be done just as a standalone because our own man from del monte ryan champions there <laughs> and just to add just to add to it we've got stefan prevo as well so how good was that so right stay safe folks we'll be back same time same place in the podcast hall next week absolute rally powered by the kielder works team spread the word and download the podcast every week 